I'm Victoria, and this podcast is all about running, marathon training, and run coaching. It is packed with useful tips to help you grow as a runner. I am a 13-time Boston qualifier and mom of two who started running as an adult. I learned a lot on my journey, and in 2014, I launched an online run coaching business to help other runners. Now, we employ several run coaches and are one of the largest online run coaching companies. We teach you the secrets to reaching your potential in the sport of running. We give real talk discussing personal stories of injuries, setbacks, and PRs. Think of this as a conversation with serial marathoners who share the lessons that we learned along the way. This is the Run for PRs podcast. Treadmill running versus running outside. It's beginning to be that time of year again. And although today it's pretty nice in Minneapolis where we live, our winters can be brutal. The temps are dropping and soon it's going to be very significant. And it's going to be harder for some of us to get outside to do workouts, not only because of the sub-zero temperatures that may occur, but also because of the poor footing, especially once we get the first snowfalls and there'll be ice on the ground. Here in the state of Minnesota, there are really two options for running in the winter. There is always the treadmill option and then there is outside. And yes, I know some people run outside year round, even in negative 40 degree wind chills. That's negative 40 Fahrenheit. And so some people just brave the elements no matter what, but there is a time and place for treadmill running and it really just depends kind of on the person and on your goals. So we're going to just do a little deep dive about um, making that decision for yourself on a day by day basis and really talking about like the pros and cons to both. And so burying the elements may sometimes seem like the logical thing to do, right? Just keep training outside if that's what you've always done. But there are some benefits to getting on the treadmill and getting some solid um, footing under you to be able to actually execute workouts and not fear for falling and all of those things. So today we're just going to kind of chat about the pros and the cons. And just to kick things off, some of the main topics we're going to be talking about on this podcast is weather, so the temperature and kind of how to navigate that. Next is going to be the footing. So this one's really important. It's all about that safety and making sure the footing's right. And we're going to talk about ways to maybe be able to optimize the days that you are able to get outside and how to find those days where the footing might be better and where to find running routes that are maybe more plowed. Um, then we're also going to talk about how you feel mentally, physically, all of those things are important to keep in mind. And then just the whole concept of staying consistent and how it's really important to not kind of go black or white thinking with this. I think a lot of athletes will kind of get in that black or white thinking where they think they have to go all in on like the treadmill and they, they really just never want to go outside or vice versa. They, they go all in on always going outside and they just like hate the treadmill and, um, just trying to find that middle ground and allowing people to kind of have more of like that gray gray area during the winter. And I think that's really good to be flexible with yourself. Um, and then obviously, sometimes the effort on the treadmill or outside, it might feel harder one or the other. And sometimes that can be really frustrating for us runners. I know right now for me, the treadmill 
feels a lot harder because I'm not used to it. So when I go on the treadmill, it just seems like I have to work a lot harder to run at the same paces that I do outside. And so we're going to talk a little bit about going off of effort and how we can kind of adjust things. So Jason, I would love it if you could kind of tell me your story about running on the treadmill, because I think you have a really unique experience. I don't think you ever really even ran on the treadmill prior to us meeting. And I think, you know, that's a couple of decades where you are a pretty competitive runner, like breaking 16 in the 5k and you never even really had stepped foot on a treadmill. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I think back to those days of, uh, especially training in the winter during college, because we didn't take the winter off like we might've in high school. Right. So we were basically forced to go outside for most of our runs. And then we did have an indoor track we could use for some of the speed workouts. But, um, you know, I remember doing tempos out there and there were days where, yeah, it was a little bit slicker in certain spots. And so, um, you know, you brought up a lot of good things in the intro here. and, And one of the things that stood out to me was just the flexibility, right? So being flexible with yourself, um, not being stubborn about like doing the workout on a poor condition day, if it's going to be better in two or three days, you know, that sort of thing, maybe moving things around. Um, but yeah, it took me a while to kind of get used to the treadmill. And I think I first started probably around 2012 was when I started doing some of my first runs on the treadmill and, um, you know, consistently, like I had done a few miles here and there, like probably in college, but nothing consistently until I had like a gym membership. And so, um, really found that, you know, it was a good way to, kind of stay motivated in the winter was, you know, hop on the treadmill, be able to watch like ESPN or something and and get my miles in that way. And so, um, but I did notice, like you mentioned the first few times of running on the treadmill, it was, uh, the effort was really hard and it took almost like, I don't know, a few months to get used to it. And then I find too, now every, every fall coming into the winter, you know, Mm -hmm. if I haven't ran on the treadmill in months, it does take quite a bit of time getting used to it again. And so if you're someone that just like, can't do the treadmill at all, I would definitely, um, give yourself a little bit of, you know, patience, um, allow it to take some time. It's kind of like starting running for the first time. You know, it didn't really feel good for a while, um, until you kind of get used to it. Yeah. I find your story really interesting how you can run for so many like decades and never really run on the treadmill. And I do find that really interesting because it kind of goes back to like the, the root of the sport, right? So like when people used to run a hundred years ago, it's like, they just, they wouldn't run outside in the cold, obviously. Like they didn't have the gear, there weren't treadmills and those sort of things. Um, and I think over time, like the technology has given us, um, the opportunity to do workouts year round and it's a tool, right? So the mm-hmm. treadmill is a great tool and I think it's something that we can all utilize. And I do think it really, it does play a good role in allowing us to maintain a level of fitness that maybe wasn't always possible in certain parts of the country, right? So sometimes people who live in the South, they can utilize this during the summer in really extreme temperatures. Or this is something that's really helpful for people maybe who live in Alaska or Minnesota where the footing for probably a solid 10 weeks here is basically a blanket of ice. And so you can't really do a lot of stuff that's faster than, you know, threshold pace without you know, having that risk of injury. And so if you're really training for something super specific um, and trying to like get fast at the 5K or the one mile, the treadmill can be a great tool for doing some of those faster speed works on, especially when, you know, the weather doesn't really allow you. Um, But yeah, it's a great tool. And so I think it's really cool that you utilized it, um, even though it, it didn't make its appearance until later in your running career. But I think that is something that definitely... Um, some people, they kind of have this, this thing where they don't like the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you ever feel like there's 
there's kind of like people who love it or people who hate it. Yeah, you know, working with a lot of athletes online, I have a lot of athletes like from the Northeast or just the North, uh, you know, Michigan and, and other states that it gets really cold, right? And they get a lot of snow. And so, um, but they're, I've had people that say they just can't do the treadmill. And so they'll just bundle up and they'll go out. And so, you know, just being flexible when it comes to like the footing, um, not doing workouts, you know, when the, when the streets haven't been cleared, stuff like that. And just, um, you know, working with them and understanding like times in the winter are just maybe going to be slower and maybe you won't get the same training that you could get, you know, during the summer. Um, but that's where that useful tool can come into um, to play for people who are willing to use a treadmill, um, at least part of the time or just for their workouts. Um, you know, I've done winters where I've only used it for select few workouts. And then I've done winters where I basically ran 100% of my mileage on the treadmill. And so, um, you know, you can come out of the winter being in pretty good shape training on the treadmill. But I still think it's important that you find that balance. You mentioned mm -hmm. earlier getting outside, um, especially on days where the footing is improved. You know, we do have those warmer days where the sun kind of melts some of the, the snow off the sidewalks and the footing is pretty good. And so I remember we would uh, talk a lot about uh, just the conditions of the sidewalks around here. After like one of us runs, we'd ask like what percentage is cleared versus covered. And so, you know, kind of gauging that and then wearing the proper shoes and, and attire and all of that. Right. And I think sometimes people have like this phobia of the treadmill because they're like, well, it's not the same as outdoor running. And it's like, obviously it's not the same, but there's a lot of myths that kind of go into that. Right. So I sometimes will get people who message on social media and they're like, okay, so like if I'm on the treadmill and I put the incline at 1%, is that the same as running outside? And first of all, they've debuted this as it's a total myth. Um, there, you don't need to have it like at 1% to simulate outside running. But I think the better thing to note there is that like nothing is actually simulating outside running. So there's a lot of factors that occur outside that are never going to occur on a treadmill, right? So wind, <laughs> when the wind is like blowing you in all these different directions, um, that is something that just you cannot simulate that on a treadmill. And when you go to transition in the spring outside, those are the factors that are going to be really noticeable if you spend 100%, 80% of your time on a treadmill. The wind, um, another thing that maybe could trip people up is just the variation of inclines. Mm -hmm. So the thing about the 1% is that where are we ever running where the grade is always 1%? I mean, maybe if you're going up like right, right. a mountain or like up an uphill course or something, but what really happens in most places outside is you run on a flat stretch for a little bit, then you go up, then you go down, then you go up again, down again. Right. And so it's that muscle variation. And so that's what's really different is like that grade that is constantly yeah. varying. And so you're constantly having to engage different muscles because when you run up a hill, different muscles are being engaged than if you're running down a hill. Um, so on the treadmill, one option to kind of try to simulate that would be to constantly be varying the grade and varying the speed a little bit. Because naturally outside, when you go up a hill, you're probably slowing down a little bit just mm -hmm. to run off of effort. And on the treadmill, you can't do that as smoothly. Like you would constantly right. have to be like touching buttons and um, changing things up. Um, so it can be great if like you're trying to simulate a really flat course or if where you're used to running is really flat. So people in Florida, it's probably great. But if you're used to running where there's a lot of hills, and then you go in the spring and you try to transition from running on this zero grade treadmill all winter to running outside, well, it's going to be a big surprise for your body. And that is when a lot of these maybe injuries occur or people are like, wow, this is so much harder to run outside. 
Yeah, for me, you know, that is the biggest drawback with the treadmill. And I do recall a few, um, you know, fitness clubs over the years where I found a treadmill that actually has like a decline. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was kind of fun to, to use that and to be able to put it on a program that would kind of alternate between incline, you know, and, and, and decline and then flat. And then they would do like some smaller hills, some bigger hills. And so that's cool if you have a treadmill that is that has those features on it. But yeah, like you said, it can be difficult to kind of be constantly, you know, uh, remembering to adjust the incline and so um, you know as, as, as one of the drawbacks I, I can remember a year where I trained solely on the treadmill and when did LA mm. Marathon I just wasn't quite ready for the um, for the elevation yep. changes and so my legs just were kind of beat up and I was starting to cramp earlier than I wanted to and so um, on the flip side of that I felt very confident in like where my fitness was like aerobically and I felt like I could carry a fast pace for a strong period of time especially if it was on a flatter course and so I think that's one of the benefits of treadmill training is just the ability to dial into that pace and just like teach your body how to hold it and so you're obviously if you set the pace to you know let's say 730 and you just kind of cruise on at 730 for five miles you're getting really good at being efficient figuring out how to just yeah. uh, control your form and run relax and then your pace is very st staying very constant and yeah. so hopefully you can kind of keep your heart rate out um, at the right um, range so it's not you know fluctuating up and down um, and so that's kind of one of the benefits yeah but um yeah and I think that kind of dives really into the rest of the format of this I just wanted to go over basically the benefits of running on the treadmill because I think oftentimes it's like this argument back and forth which is better there are benefits to running on the treadmill right and there's also downfalls to running on the treadmill so I guess we'll just kind of go over um, what they are and like you were saying Learning how to pace correctly, that is one of the most important parts of running. I mean, how often is it where we're doing a workout and we totally go out too fast, like we do the inter first interval too fast, and especially when you're a new runner, like first five years of the sport, we really, I mean, learning what different paces feel like is it is something that just takes practice and time. And it's really hard to do when you're looking at your Garmin because of course, like the satellites and everything, it just takes a while to, to load and right. it's not always super accurate. But on that treadmill, you know, if you have a workout and it says, okay, you need to hit seven minute pace. I mean, you just set that bad boy to like yeah. 8.6 and you push go and you're training your body what that pace feels like. And I think that is a very much overlooked benefit. And if you spend yeah. a lot of time zoning in, gauging in, just, just setting and forgetting, yes. it can help with that muscle memory. And so, like you said, sometimes people say there's downfall, like, oh, there's not enough hills. And the fact of the matter is you can incorporate those hills on the treadmill too. And so I think sometimes people maybe get too much in their comfort zone on the treadmill where they'll just set it at the zero. Yeah, they, they set it at that that one pace and then they they just get so comfortable whereas you can still simulate those hills yeah you know and the other benefit of just setting it and forgetting it especially during a workout is that mentally then you can focus on keeping your form relaxed and just um, trying to keep your body um, you know as efficient as possible whereas a lot of times when you're outside you're you're worrying too much about the pace like am I too fast am I too slow and so mm -hmm. really how do you want to you know during a race you should be thinking about what Relaxing. What's the fastest pace I can run and maintain in the most relaxed state? Yep. Um, and so that's where I really like the treadmill because you, you know, yep. like you said, you don't have to overthink the pace yep. that you're going. You just set it and then you try to set it, get through the two minutes or however long you're you're holding that segment for. And 
Um, so I think it's a really good tool for, for occasional workouts and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so there's, there's definitely some benefits there and right. And I mean that trickles over into outside. So let's say you do all these workouts on a treadmill over the winter cause like the footing's bad or whatever. In the spring, when you go to do workouts outside, you might realize that like you have a better gauge of how mm-hmm. to get to that pace and just hang with it, hold it because you were able to do that on the treadmill and kind of just zone right into the pace. So that's something that can trickle into um, running outside. And so obviously it's really important to learn how to pace yourself outside, but the treadmill can help with that muscle memory aspect. Um, Another thing that's really a great benefit of the treadmill is the fact that it's a safe environment, right? So icy roads can be pretty dangerous. Um, Obviously you can have the right gear and the right shoes, like yak yak tracks and stuff. But yak tracks are really hard on your feet, um, just the way that they're they're built. And not a lot of people want to be running, wearing you know wires and stuff on their shoes. Um, another thing is like if it's dark, right? So if it's dark and it's icy and it's really cold, sometimes it's just it's not like worth it for some people to go outside. Um, the treadmill can be a great option, especially, you know, also wind chills, right? So there becomes a certain level where any exposed skin outside, so like negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit, um, they'll say, you know, frostbite can happen within a couple of minutes. And so if you're not covered completely from head to toe, um, sometimes it's just not worth that like risk of exposure. Um, so I think that can really be a great environment. So in the past, People maybe if they didn't have access to the treadmill, it was like, well, I guess we're not going to do my 15 mile long run um, because it's negative 40 degrees outside. Whereas now it, it gives you that option. So it's a great tool. Yeah, definitely the safe safety aspect is huge. And, and you know, sometimes up here when we get dumped down with snow, if we mm-hmm. get like a big snowstorm and it's two, two plus feet of snow, you know, that basically ruins outdoor running for at least like three to five days, depending on how cold it is. And how, you know how long it does snow for and how long it takes the plows to get out and clear clear everything and so you know if you are training for something a bit longer um it, you know it's so much more convenient to be able to just hop on the treadmill because sometimes it can be difficult to plan your routes like where am i gonna go um you know i'm supposed to get 12 miles or 15 miles this weekend and just the thought of like trying to find clear pathways is daunting and then you know you think about if you end up going outside and the the sidewalks and everything are pretty covered um, it's going to kind of affect your gait a little bit. And so you might notice like you, you get a little more sore in certain areas, like your lower, your lower legs, especially, um, than you might normally, if you're running on just like flat, clear surfaces. Um, so I've had that experience before. And then obviously, you know, your feet could get colder and, and if you're not wearing yeah. the right socks and all that, you can get, you can get your, um, you can kind of get a numbing sensation if you're, um, if it leaks in some of the, the snow in the water. So. Yep, definitely a nice, safe environment. And sometimes it's like a convenience factor, right? So if, you know, you're on a time crunch, uh, it takes a significant amount of time to put on all those layers and go outside and then take them all off. Um, so if you're just trying to save a couple, you know, minutes here and there, treadmill can be a great option um, for those early morning or like late runs where you're just trying to like squeeze it in. Um, another great benefit of the treadmill, we kind of already touched on this, but it's the fact that it can simulate hills. And so if you are someone who's training for a hilly course. So for example, in the past we have trained for the Boston Marathon and Minnesota is not, it just doesn't have the same type of hills that um, the Boston Marathon course has. And so 
one option is to like do a bunch of like hill work and like run around the same like one or two hills um or like drive somewhere but in the winter um there's these other factors right so the safe environment comes into play but the treadmill can be a great tool in that aspect because you're already stuck on the treadmill well might as well simulate some hills so it can be really great if you're training for even just a minor hilly course you're able to get that hill work um, and you're also able to also get flat work. So it just, it can be really course specific and that's really a cool aspect of the treadmill. Yeah. Much safer trying to run rolling hills on a treadmill than trying to do it outside when there's snow <laughs> on the ground. You know, like that's another sliding. thing I didn't even think about. Um, but yeah, just, you know, and if you're someone that loves the treadmill and you pretty much do all your training on it during the winter, um, you know, unless you live in like I don't know, in Canada where like the roads are ra- rarely clean in the winter. Mm-hmm. I still think it's beneficial to try to get out once a week or at least a couple times a month if you're able to, just so that your body kind of gets used to, you know, that pounding the pavement. It is a different feeling on your legs and on your joints than the treadmill. To me, running on the treadmill, it's similar to like wearing like carbon plated shoes. It's just, it's maybe just a little bit easier like on your body. And so, um, you know, and I've, I've actually recently heard people i think it was cj albertson he's someone that ran um, at boston this year he was leading the race for a long time he's someone that does a ton of like endurance runs on the treadmill and i think he holds like records actually for like the 50k maybe um, on the treadmill and so like he thinks he can handle like he says he runs like up to 40 mile runs all the time during a marathon training block because it's the treadmill and you know i've known other runners too that antonio vega he trained primarily on the treadmill and he was a usa half marathon champion one year Um, but I think it's about, you know, finding that right balance and it's not like these people never get outside. It's just, they're, they're being very selective about like which workouts they choose to do, um, when. Right. And I have written down another pro is that the treadmill is a softer surface. And so like you were saying, he's saying, oh, you know, I do these 40 mile runs on the treadmill and you know, some would argue that it maybe is easier to do it on the treadmill because the treadmill gives. And so it has this shock system that Mm -hmm. allows a little bit of like forgiveness when you, you step down, it, it gives, um, when you're outside, like cement that it's just not forgiving. And so you're just like pounding a little bit harder outside. Um, so that's another thing to keep in mind for, the transition to outdoor running, right? So if you're running like 50 miles a week on a treadmill, it's just not as hard of an impact on your muscular skeletal system as running outside. So just keeping those things in mind. Yeah, and two, the treadmill can be a useful tool for someone returning from an injury, um, you know, even if it's like warm outside. Just thinking about um, like calf and Achilles injuries especially because of that, like you said, the shock absorption and then the keeping the elevation flat. So that's going to be best as you... S- sort of like regain the strength to make sure you can handle running, you know, consecutively without flare-ups. And so, you, you know, luckily for me, I've, I've been able to kind of keep treadmill running semi-consistently over the, the years so that come winter, it's not like a big shock to get used to it again. But um, yeah, I think that there's there's definitely, I think more benefits than there are drawbacks, but um, it's it comes down to kind of access and then preference for sure. Definitely, yeah. So <laughs> another thing that, it can simulate is hotter environments. Um, So if you're at a gym and you're running on a treadmill, it's probably gonna be, you know, 65 to 68 degrees in that gym, which doesn't really seem that warm, but compared to running outside, it gives you a little bit warmer temperature exposure. And if you have a treadmill in your own house, I mean, you could crank up the heat a little bit, you can wear long sleeves, you could do whatever it is to to make it so it's a little bit um, warmer. 
And for people who live in these colder climates like we do, who are going to, to race in races in April or May where it could be warm. So one year Boston was pretty warm for us. It was like in the 70s. Um, and we, the only weather that we had trained in outside was 30 to 40 degrees. Um, and so the treadmill allowed for some of that exposure of the heat and doing some faster work on in an environment where it was, you know, above 65 degrees. Um, so it can help a little bit in that way. I mean, there's other ways to get that benefit, like doing some sauna work and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, but it's just one of the benefits. So now that we've talked a little bit about the benefits of running on the treadmill, hopefully it kind of makes it so that you don't fear it as much. Cause I know sometimes it's a little bit taboo. Sometimes people don't want to run on the treadmill. Um, but we are going to kind of go into some of the downfalls of running on the treadmill. So one of the downfalls is that it does not simulate the exact stride and muscle engagement that we would get outdoors. And so one of the most obvious ways that it's doing this is there are no turns on the treadmill, right? So how often during a running route are you, you know, you're turning down a street, you're moving from side to side because you're going from one end of the street to another. I mean, just today I ran with a friend and we kind of were avoiding like this icy patch. So we're like running off the road a little bit. And so you're doing a lot of that like lateral movement when you are running outside and you're probably doing it more than you think you are. Um, And a lot of people don't really think about it, right? We're not thinking that, oh yeah, you know, I turn when I'm running outside and I'm going from side to side. On a treadmill, you are literally stuck. You do not turn. You never utilize those muscles. Um, So one thing that you can do to kind of help mitigate the risk of injuring yourself when you're coming back to outdoor running and start using that lateral plane again is doing some lateral strength training work um, to kind of continue to keep those muscles um, activated. But also the other reason that it's not exactly mimicking outdoor running is because the hills, right? So unless you're changing up that um, grade constantly and you're allowing for some of that downhill running, because I know only a few gyms have those downhill running treadmills, unless you're really changing the grade of the treadmill and you're constantly kind of varying the pace, you're not going to really simulate exactly what is happening outside. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the turns because I had that thought earlier and I forgot to mention it. So really good thought. And then um, with the varying the elevation, you know, when you're outside, you a lot of times adjust your pace after a hill or whatnot. And so on the treadmill, uh, you know, it's almost like two things you have to remember to adjust, right? Like the elevation potentially and changing and adjusting the pace and so you know it can just make things a little more complicated because a lot of times you listen to your body outside and so on the treadmill you might just like forget to adjust the pace you know you put the uh, Mm -hmm. elevation back to zero or whatnot and maybe the pace is still a bit quick and so you're not like fully recovering in between your sets or your reps or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish that day and so that's kind of one other drawback too is um you you might be running a little bit too fast um because you kind of forget to adjust the pace and so um, right. It then, forces such a pace on you. And, right. you know, it, it's not allowing you to run in between, like, let's say naturally you want to run between like seven seven point zero five instead of like 7.0 <laughs> or 7.1. It's not going to let you do that. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mentioned earlier, it can take a lot of getting used to. And I think that's definitely a drawback of the treadmill is like people feel like it's so much harder to run a certain pace on the treadmill than it is to run it outside. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of comes down to experience and just gaining a little bit of um, 
you know, confidence and being able to hold the pace, but also just a comfort thing, right? Like getting used to not taking turns and not changing mm-hmm. elevation, uh, being in a stagnant area where there's maybe not much of a breeze. Um, you know, it, it can take, um, time can go by slow, I guess, if you're not used to it, running on the treadmill. And that's why it's helpful to have you know, something to listen to or right. to watch, or I like to do it at the gym. Like I cannot stand running on the treadmill at home when there's like nothing going on. I'd rather do it at the gym where at least like, there seems like there's a lot of like stimulation happening around me. So, um, but that's, that's just me. And so yeah, wherever your treadmill is, it's just something I kind of think about. Yeah. People watching sometimes, you know, we have a treadmill at home, but sometimes in the winter I'm like, gotta go to the gym just so I can like watch people around me. Cause I'm you just, just feel so alone down there. Yeah. It's like kind of dark Boring. too. Yeah. yeah. You're in a small room. Yeah, definitely. So another one of the factors that's really important to talk about is that it doesn't provide exposure to the elements. So Boston 2018 was like a torrential downpour day. And I'm someone who like, if it's raining outside uh, prior to that day, I was like, nope, not going to do it. Just going to run on the treadmill because I really don't like running in the rain. I know some people do. Um, I'm just not a fan. So I never run in the rain or never did. Um, then you, you get to race day and you realize like, oh, wow, like you're looking at the weather forecast. And I'm like, OK, like, you know, mentally, I've never ran in these conditions before. Um, and I think that can be kind of like a confidence killer a little bit because it's like I'm, I don't know really what to wear. It's like you don't really know what it's going to feel like. And it can be it can start to cause a little bit of like pre-race anxiety that maybe wouldn't be there if you've ran in that rain before. So because I didn't have the experience running in the rain, um, there was just a lot of like down questioning going in. I I eventually did figure out what to wear and it wasn't that bad. But um, a lot of people didn't know what to wear. So (laughs) if you kind of look at like the hypothermia, how many people had to drop out, I think that kind of gives you that that list of, you know, people, they they never ran in those conditions and so they didn't really know necessarily what to to wear and so that's a really extreme example because like how often is it going to be like boston 2018 conditions is probably not but you know there are the little things so wind is something that really will slow you down and i think it's something that's really under under talked about in the running community um you know if there's a 20 mile per hour wind um how is that going to feel uh how are you going to feel if on race day you know you sign up for the 5k um it's an out and back and then all of a sudden as soon as you do the turnaround you are running directly into the wind and like how are you going to feel when you look down at your watch and realize you're going slower how are you going to pace yourself um, based on effort those sort of things you're not ever going to get experience with on the treadmill um and unfortunately a lot of wind it does occur right especially in the spring i feel like every spring race i do there is just like this wind and it's super cold especially with the colder temperatures and it's it can be brutal if you're not used to running in the wind and all of a sudden you're doing this race and like boom wind is in your face so i think that exposure to the elements um obviously you're not going to get on the treadmill and there are some benefits to doing that um another thing that can impact you in a race is the sun. So that one year at Boston where the sun was out, we were racing in the middle of the day because the race didn't start till you know around lunchtime, the sun is beating down on you. And unless you have experience running at that time of day and running with the sun beating down on you, you don't really know what that's gonna feel like. You don't know how to prep for that. Your body isn't getting the exposure to that. And I know you kind of cramped up because of the sun and you know maybe if we would have had an opportunity to run in some of those, um, sunny conditions prior to the race maybe like the fueling would have been a little bit different or something like that right yeah it was almost like i forgot the importance of fueling because i didn't have to worry about it so much in the cooler temps um and so everything you just said about the wind and and everything that to me that's gonna affect the people that are like really comfortable on the treadmill and they choose to do a lot of their runs 
only on the treadmill. And that's mm-hmm. kind of one of the drawbacks is you could be getting outside every now and then, <laughs> challenging yourself, um, gaining that mental toughness. Because sometimes it's good to go out in, in harsh conditions and um, have to kind of endure it, right? So like you said with the rain example, um, you would always try to avoid it. So if you're someone that always tries to avoid the cold, um, you know, and it, as long as it's not like super cold, obviously, it's okay to like bundle up there and just get out there, even if it's for like party run, like do half and half or something, but start to take those steps to challenge yourself in w- new ways. Cause I think that, um, you know, just being flexible, having that variety, that's really the key. Right. Um, it's so funny you mentioned that rain example, cause I was always one that, liked it you know I loved it and I would seek out the times of day (laughs) like when I was really young like out of college I would actually look for the rainy times and go for the run during that time um and on race day I got excited for that forecast and my only like hesitate or my only I guess negative about it was the fact that you'd have to like stand around in it beforehand right um or like it does increase the um the the chance of like chafing as well oh right especially for guys but um so yeah that's just but I always thought that, you know, in those conditions, it could actually make you feel good and you're running faster for some reason, just because maybe it's you're trying to stay warm. I don't know what it is, but you know, the winter, it's kind of the same thing for me is I go out there and I breathe in that like fresh cold air and it just, there's something like very, um, I don't know, refreshing about it. And so afterwards you come in to the nice warm house, you take your shower, you just feel so good about what you just accomplished. And I think that if you're someone who's always just kind of gone to the comfort of the treadmill, you don't get to experience that. That's definitely um, something that I would encourage you to take baby steps towards because it can go a long way in, in your in developing kind of your mental side as a runner. Yeah, definitely. And that can just kind of go into um, the mentality, right? So I know when I used to train a lot on the treadmill, like it boosted my confidence maybe for a treadmill running, but it started to decrease my confidence in terms of like what I could do outside because I was like, yeah, I did this workout. And then I'd always like caveat, oh, but it was on the treadmill. And so I think while it can do a lot of really positive things, I think it can also decrease a runner's confidence because it's like, well, I did the workout, but it was on a treadmill. And I mean, how often have we thought that or heard people say that? Um, I also know some people that will literally run faster on a treadmill versus outside. And so then you kind of get in your head about that. And if you start to tell yourself that this is the story of you as a runner, is like, oh, I'm really good at treadmill running, but I'm not good at outdoor running. It can become this self-fulfilling prophecy. And so it's, it's very important to like watch kind of how we're speaking to ourselves and make sure we're not limiting ourselves because chances are if you can nail a workout on the treadmill, you can also do it outside. It's just going to take more practice because you have to learn how to pace yourself outside. Whereas on the treadmill, the treadmill is pacing you and pacing is one of the number one things. Yeah. I like how you brought that up for me. There was a time where, you know, doing a workout on a treadmill gave me this like false sense of confidence in my fitness and it didn't really translate in the race performance. And so I think not getting too like wrapped up in like the workout that you completed, you know, on a treadmill. If you can just if you can do the same workout outside, then great. Then yeah, you can use that as a key indicator for where you're at. But um, yeah, there's been times where I've just just crushed. I think my PR honestly in a 10K is in a treadmill workout. In fact, I know it is. It was a progression run, um, and so that's just like an example of like you know the the elements, the conditions, everything was like right on that day, right. and so you didn't have to worry about anything else. And so it was just like. Uh, you can't always get too reliant on it, I guess. Right. No, that's a really good point because 
when are conditions going to be perfect on race day? And so you might be able to set a PR in anything on the treadmill and it's because, well, there's no wind, there's no sun, there's perfect weather, all of the things, perfect pacing. Um, and so then, like you said, that false sense of confidence, it's like, you feel like, oh, if I did this on a treadmill during workout, well, right. what am I going to be able to do on race day? But really it was a race <laughs> effort and so right. I kind of lied to myself there, but yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of another drawback too, is you might be pushing it a little too hard. Um, and so if you're, you know, gunning for those PRs on the treadmill, yeah. I mean, I know I've been there. If you're redlining too often, you know, eventually that can kind of lead to burnout or, you know, high, higher risk of injury as you return back outside. So definitely yeah and then obviously kind of like the last drawback we we did kind of touch on this is that it doesn't allow you to learn how to set your own pace outside so many runners even like myself still like it's like you struggle with pacing a little bit um it's by far one of the hardest things to learn about running and the treadmill really limits the opportunities that you would be able to have to pace yourself outside so like in a workout when your coach gives you like okay like eight by three minutes at whatever pace and you do that outside your pace is going to vary so much you're going to be getting like feedback from the environment from yourself from your watch um and you really have to like learn how to dial it in yourself and a lot of things are going to vary right so i do workouts outside all the time when you go up a hill naturally you slow down right when you go down a hill it's like you're going to speed up and sometimes i think when we do too many workouts on the treadmill we just expect that things are going to be really even and um, stuff like that. But even when we did, we just did a downhill half and I said, okay, it's a downhill, you know, like I don't know what pace I'm going to hit, but I do know what effort it needs to right, feel like. Exactly. Um, so I took off auto lap off my watch and I just ran off of effort. And honestly, if I would have had um, auto lap on, if I would have known what miles I was hitting for some of those really, really downhill portions, I would have freaked out. I would have been so much in my head. But that's the thing is when you're running downhill, um, you might be going 30 seconds per mile faster than a flat stretch. And if you're going up a hill, you might be going a minute per mile slower or, you know, vice versa. It's just you really are going to see a big variation based on headwind, tailwind, downhill, uphill, and the treadmill is not really giving you the opportunities to experiment with, okay, like paces are going to vary. Yeah. Very well said. You know, even that downhill course, yeah, pretty much every <laughs> mile was anywhere Different. from, yeah, yep. zero gain to like, I don't know, 250 feet uh, or Negative not like gain, zero feet to 250 uh, cent or whatever. Yeah. Went on it. So yeah, one mile might've been a hundred and the next one 200. And so that could be even a 30 second difference in yes. your paces. And so I really like how you mentioned that because yeah, you don't get that practice of uh, adjusting the effort on the treadmill like you might um, outside. Right, and same for um, like a windy race. So I know Mm -hmm. maybe it was like three years ago now, we did this 8K and it's an out and back. So it's like two and a half miles one way, two and a half miles back. And I think the way out, it was like a total headwind, like really, really bad. And so if you are someone who's dead set, okay, I'm going to run exactly six minute pace for this race or whatever, and you go out and you're hammering like the mm-hmm. first two and a half because the wind is in your face, um, you're just going to exhaust yourself. And then when you go to turn around, when you have the tailwind, you're not going to have that extra energy because if you have a headwind, you're going to be slowing down. So you really need to adjust your pacing plan. And if you don't really have experience, like knowing that the wind's going to slow you down and stuff like that, um, and you're not thinking about it, it can really zap you right so you really want to be able to make those adjustments yeah and a lot of times in workouts we have to make adjustments yep. for whatever reason right um and so on the treadmill though we don't usually because we just set it and forget it and there's usually not factors that affect you know the pace changes and so 
it's good to do workouts outside and then you know every now and then you know if it's just for like a one or two month stretch yeah perfectly fine hop on the treadmill do a few workouts inside but also try to get outside for some of your easier runs um, i've even done like yeah go back out for your cool down that sort of thing and so um yeah really good conversation just as we talked today it really opened my eyes to think about the more benefits and drawbacks than what i was able to think about um when i looked at the title of this podcast but super mm-hmm. beneficial and i think that um you know if you're someone that can just embrace it and whatever you like to do you know just do do that but also do a little bit of the other you know what i mean and i think that's really the best way to get through a tough winter of training yeah definitely um and i think that this is a great conversation maybe to continue into the spring because i know that transition to outdoor can can kind of bring about some some of these same questions but i think you know at the end of the day it's all about making the adjustments on the fly, right? So one of the things that I like to do is look at the weather forecast for the week. Um, I know kind of what workouts are expected of me um, for the week, right? So I might have like two workouts or maybe one workout in a long run um, and then the rest easy running days, right? So I might make adjustments based on what the weather forecast is. So if I see, oh, it's gonna be, you know, nice weather at the beginning of the week, Um, and then maybe there's going to be a snowstorm. I might see if I can make adjustments or, you know, if you have a coach, maybe ask like, Hey, actually, can I do, you know, my workout on Tuesday because on Tuesday night, there's going to be a snowstorm or whatever. And just making those adjustments and being flexible with what the weather is bringing you is, is great. And to be able to, um, have the experience of being able to get outside. Cause sometimes it's nice just like in the winter to not go stir crazy. You want to be able to get outside. And so allowing yourself a chance to, to get out there, um, I like to personally do a lot of my easy runs outside in the winter because I feel like doing workouts is a little bit more on the dangerous side. So Mm -hmm. I'll try to get out there a couple days a week um, and I'll look for like what are the really bad weather days and I'll do my workouts on those days so that I can kind of get outside for my easier days um, in the nicer times. Yeah, it's really smart. And you also said, you know, being flexible with the weather and like if you're someone that struggles or maybe you're just like new to doing like a lot of speed work on the treadmill, then you might want to look and and wait for the really nice day outside. Do your speed workout that day and maybe on the treadmill you run your easy run or you do like your tempo run. And so kind of flip-flopping the workouts based on your preference and your experience and comfortability level. Yep, definitely. So I hope that this was helpful in making those decisions and not feeling guilty about using the treadmill because it's definitely a tool and it's something that should definitely be utilized if you have access to it and it helps you stay consistent with your training over the winter months. So if you are looking for some accountability or looking for a training plan or someone to just look at your training and maybe give some feedback for tweaks you could do to maybe Um, enhance your speed in 2022 we would love to chat more you can fill out the form on our website at www.runforprs.com and we can get you started with a free seven-day coaching trial with one of our coaches again that's www.runforprs.com thanks for tuning in